17 lines down from the top. Asked the question from Avnachman Machra Ksuba Salabaila. So there's a concept that a woman can sell her Ksuba to her husband. So let's say the woman sold her Ksuba to the husband, meaning when the husband dies or the husband divorces her, he's not going to have to pay Ksuba. She sold it, he sold it to the husband. So the Shaila is what's the Allah? Yeshlak Subas bin indichron ain lak subas bin indichron. Do we assume that included in the sale was the Ksubas bin indichron? And Amela, there's no concept of the Ksuba going to her sons or not. Was the concept of Ksubas bin indichron there regardless? Is it included in the sale? That was the question. Amalayrava holding the middle in the Gimlam and Alpha. Amalayrava tibayla chamechalas. What about if she's Michael, her Ksuba to her husband? What do we do then? That's more common than selling the ksuba. She was meichel the ksuba, then it doesn't have to pay it. Why don't you ask by mechila? Amalei. So Rav Yemar responded. So hashta meicheres kami byali. I'm asking a question about meicheres. Even though a person can think that she was pressured by money, that's why she sold it. Really, she doesn't want to sell it. She was pressured because she needed money. The amina people command the kamachula. It's an expression that people say when a person needs money, it's as if they're hit a hundred times with a certain time with a certain kind of weight, meaning she was under a lot of stress because she needed money. So even though she sold it because she was under a lot of stress, and still I have it sad that the Mechira works, and therefore even the Ksuba's been indichin goes over, even in a case of Mechira, where a person where she's getting money. And she did it because she was pressured because she needed money. Mechelas, for sure by Mechelas, I could declare the Shaila, she's Mechelet to her husband. I could also declare, what's the halacha with the Ksubas Benedichin? So that's the Shaila. What happens to the Ksubas Benedichin by Mechira to the husband? Amar Rav Rav says like this. Pshitali, it's Pasha to me. Mechelas, Ksubas, Alachayim, Yeshla Ksubas Benedichin. If she sold the Ksuba to somebody else, a woman could also sell the Ksuba, the rights of the Ksuba, to somebody else, then he'll collect. When the husband divorces her. So if she sold the ksuba to somebody else, she gets ksubas benedichin. She was pressured by money. That's why she sold it. So therefore she still keeps. We don't look at it as if she meant to sell the ksubas benedichin. She meant to sell the ksuba. She was under pressure. She's meichel ksuba to her husband. Then she loses the concept of the of her children being Yerush or Ksubas Benedichin. Why? Because my time Achulia she was Michael, no one asked her Michael. So male she was Michael. And therefore, if she's Michael, she loses the Ksubas Benedichin. The question is like this. When she sells her Ksuba to her husband, how do we look at it? Is it like selling it to others? And we assume she was pressured by the money and she needed money, and therefore she would lose, she would lose her. Uh, uh, she would, I'm sorry, she would not lose her ksubas benedichin. When she sells the ksuba to somebody else, she doesn't lose the ksubas benedichin because we say she was pressured. So maybe we say when she sells it to her husband, she also doesn't lose it. Or it's like being Michael to her husband, and there when she's Michael to her husband, we say she does lose it. So that was rather Rav, reiterating the Shaila. What's the Allah if she sells her, her ksuba to her husband? After he cleared the Shaila, he was Paishere. If she sells the ksuba to her husband, it's like she's selling it to others. And Amela, she does not lose her ksubas bin indichrin. So, if someone would ask you on a test, you haven't seen 
What's the halacha if you sell? A woman sells a ksuba. What's the halacha? Does she get ksuba? It's been a different. It depends. If she sells her ksuba, or truthfully, Baila is also the same thing. If she sells it to her husband, the halacha is we assume she was pressured by the money and therefore she does not lose the ksuba. But if she's Michael, the ksuba to her husband, then she does lose the ksuba. Yeah, the ksuba she loses. The question is the extra things. Yeah, the at some sales she loses. The question is the other things that she loses. From something we had in Mesa. If we're talking about if a woman married, thinking that her husband was dead, and Eidechad came and said that her husband was dead, and then her husband came back. So Allah is she has to leave her first husband and the second husband she's stuck. So in the middle of the Mishnah it says, Mesa, if she dies, Ein Yarshim Shalzeh, Ve'ein Yarshim Shalzeh, Yarshim Ksuba. So the Yarshim of either husband are not Yarish Ksuba. And the Gemara says, what kind of Yerush is going on over here? She doesn't get a ksuba, she loses her ksuba. She got married with and we said if her husband comes back, she gets punished. So she loses a ksuba. So what kind of ksuba are we talking about? Papa said, we're talking about ksuba's benedichin. And we had no idea what that was when we learned today. We know what it means. Because Baruch Hashem, we learn Mesechah's Ksuba is even on days of vacation. So what do you see? You see, she loses her Ksuba's Benedichin. Holding towards the bottom of Gimel Lachaya, We should say she was forced by the Yetzirah. If you're telling me our pressure removes the, uh, the Chiyav of giving away your Ksuba's Benedichin, if she's pressured by money, then we assume she's not selling Ksuba's Benedichin. So why don't we say... And she was pressured. She wanted to get married. She was pressured by the Yetzirah. Therefore, the Yedechad came and she got married right away. Why don't you say the same Svar? Pressure makes you be able to keep the Ksubas Benedichin. So the Chayar over there also, she should keep the Ksubas Benedichin. So the Mano, Hasam Knasahu de Katsurabana. Really, you're right. When she's pressured, she does not lose the Ksubas Benedichin. But over there, there's a Knas. Chazal wanted to make it a very serious situation. And a male, they gave her a Knas. And that's the reason why she loses the Ksubas Benedichin. Yosef, Rabban Barchanina, Kameda of Chizda, Yosef, Kam, Mishmeda, Belazar, Meichelas, Ksubasa, Lebaila, Ein Lamezainis. If a person is Meichel, the Ksuba to her husband, she doesn't get Mezainis after the husband dies. Because just like she's Meichel, the Ksuba, she's Meichel all of the pitch of kiss, all the extra things that come along with the Ksuba. And the reason why a husband has to support his wife when he dies, when she's in Amona, is because of the Ksuba. If she's Meichel, the Ksuba, he doesn't have to give Mezainis. So that's what Rav Chizda, so Rav Ravin Barachanina was sitting in front of Rav Chizda, and he was saying that in the name of Rav Elaza, this member. If you wouldn't tell me over in the name of an Adam Chashev, in the name of, uh, of, of uh, Rebbe Lazar, was an Adam Chashev, have Amin Elachai would have told you, an amazing thing. Pasuk in Mishlei, a person that returns a bad thing for a good thing, Rachman Elachai, bad, will never leave. That person's house. That's what Shleim Amal said. If the wife is Meichel, the husband, the Ksuba to the husband, and then he has the Chutzpah not to give her Mezainus because he was Meichel, Zak, to have Chizda, it's not a mensch. It's Nish Menschlichkeit. She did you a favor. She was Meichel, the Ksuba. Doesn't make sense that you should not give Mezainus 
and he paskin based, seemingly he paskin based on his din, that she should receive mizainus. That's what he seems to hold of Chizda, because it is far that it doesn't make sense to uh, allow her, allow the husband to pay back bad for good, and therefore he should give mizainus. Yasser of Nachman Vulov Havimi Bar Papi, they were sitting, Yasir of Khibra Migabayo, Khibab sitting next to them, Masu Gavra, a person came to Shiva Rasasai. His Arusa died. He was married to he was engaged to a woman and she died. The question is Zimakhoyev to bury her. Amrila they said, Zilkvar, either bury her, or you have Laksubasa, or give her the Ksuba. That's what he said. Meaning because the Kvura is instead of the Ksuba, so you either bury her. Or give her the ksuba, meaning give the family, the, the Arus is dead, give the family the ksuba. We learned that Mechatesi, he should to bury her. The Brisa says it was only an Arusa. The Brisa says, Ishte Arusa. The person has it only an Arusa. There's no concept of Aninos. There's no Hatta to be Metame if he's a Kayin. He, she, there's no Aninos. She doesn't have any concept of Tumma to him, meaning she's not a Metame to him. Because it's only an Arusa rolling towards the bottom of Nun Gimlom and Alf. Mesa, if she dies, ain't a Yarsha. He's not Yarsha. Mesa, if he dies, Goyvek Subasa, she collects her Ksuba. She could still collect her Ksuba, even though the other things don't apply, but she'll still collect the Ksuba. And the Rishonim say we're talking about that he wrote the Ksuba from Harrison. You don't necessarily have to write the Ksuba from Harrison, but he wrote the Ksuba from Harrison. So Mela, she collects the Ksuba. So it sounds like Taima de Mesu. It sounds like only because he died. That's how she collects the Ksuba. But if she died, ain't like Ksuba. There's no concept of Ksuba, meaning all Shibudim of Ksuba are not Chal. Only if he died, so then she collects the Ksuba. But it sounds like regarding, let's say, Kvura, if he's Mechoyev to bury her, it sounds like there's no Chiev to bury her if she's just an Arusa. So that's, that, was, that was the dig from this bride. So you see that there should be no Chiev to bury an Arusa if she dies. What's this for? My time. Why would there be no Chiev to bury an Arusa? Because the it says in the, in the Ksuba, When you get married to somebody else, then you're going to take your Ksuba. That's the Lashon that we write in the Ksuba. We'll see later, maybe when she's ready to get married. But when she gets married to somebody else, then she's going to get the Ksuba. So male over here, she died. She's not marrying anybody else. So therefore, there's no Chi of Ksuba Pe'etzem Chal when she dies. And therefore, there's no Chi of Kvur either because the Chi of Kvur is connected to Ksuba. So therefore, if an Arusa dies, the Allah is she should not get the Ksuba. That's what he's being paishit. He should not have to bury her because there's no Chi of Ksuba if the Arusa dies. And a male, that's how he was paishit. If an Arusa dies, the husband has no responsibility to bury her. Kiyasa Ravin, Amr Eishlakash, and Ravin came. He says the name Eishlakash, Arusa Shemesa in Laksuba. If an Arusa dies, there's no concept of Ksuba, because the Chi of Ksuba is only, if he, if he dies, then he has to pay the Ksuba. But if she dies, there's no concept of Ksuba, there's no burying. Amr Abaya Zilu, Abaya told them, Zilu, go tell, Amrile, go tell him, Shkila Tivusech, take your Tavis, Shadia Chizri, throw it on the thorns. Meaning, well, you just, you came with a grace of Edus. It's not such a grace of Chiddush. We already have a memra, and we already proved it from Abraisa that in Arusa that dies, there is no concept of Ksuba. 
The Mishnah said another halacha. It says, if she's going to have a nikavis, banim nikavis, so the halacha is the husband has a responsibility to feed those banis as long as they're in the house. And the Mishnah says, until they get married. That's the Lashen of the Mishnah. Mishnah brought the Lashen, until they get married, he has a chiv to support the daughters. That's what he writes in the Ksuba. Rav Tani, Rav made the girsa until they get married, which is like we have. Uh, a, a, if, a, if a father dies, a husband dies, he has a responsibility to support the daughters until they get married. Levi says no, until they become begaris. Not until they get married, until they become begaris. Once they become begaris, then the responsibility is removed. So there's a machlaikis, it's either until they get married, till, or... Until they become the guest. And the Gemara explains. Lerav, Afagav de Bogar. Does it make sense according to Rav? After she becomes a big guest, he still has a responsibility to support her. Once she becomes a big guest, she's out of the house. Once she hits 12 and a half, there's no, the, she's, not under the, she's not under the jurisdiction of the father anymore. So there shouldn't be a Chiyah Mazayinus after Begaris. Why does Rav say only marriage? But he should agree to Levi about Begaris. Or the Levi, what about Levi? He says only Begaris. What about she gets married? She also shouldn't, she shouldn't leave the house. So what's the Machlaikis Rav and Levi? Lechayah Begaris and Nisuin. Either way, should Lechayah take her out of the responsibility of giving her Mazayinus. So the Gemara says like this. If she becomes a Begaris, and even if she doesn't get married, she just becomes 12 and a half. Or, if she gets married before she becomes a Begaris, either way, everybody agrees that since she had Nesuin or she became a Begaris, there is no, the husband, the father, or the husband, has no responsibility to support her anymore. What's the Shaila? The question is, if she became an Arusa, meaning she became engaged, she had Arisen to somebody, does the estate of the father still have a responsibility to give Mizainus? And according to Rav, Aditi Lakhin Lagurvan means until she's engaged, even Arisen. So according to Rav, once she has Arisen, there's no responsibility. We'll see in a minute why. And according to Levi, no. Only Bagras or Nisuin, which is Maitzi from the Rishos, but Arisen, which is not completely Maitzi from the Rishos, she's still in the father's Rishos. There, he still has responsibility to give him his own. And the Mark explains. V'chein Tani Levi Masnisei, Levi had in his Mishnah, he had a Girsa, Adetivagrin, until she becomes a Begaris, V'yimti Zmenehain De'insavan, or this man comes that they get married. What do you need both? You don't need both. Either she becomes a begaris, or this man comes from the sword. But either way, then the Allah is, he's potter. But Arisid, according to Levi, would not become potter. So we have a Shaila. Does a woman, that a girl, right? The father has a responsibility to support his daughters after he dies. Is that Does that responsibility extend after Arisid or not? According to Rav, after she becomes engaged, we'll see in a minute why. But according to Rav, after she becomes an Arusa, there's no Chiyav. According to Levi, there is. We're holding Nun Gimel on base, ten lines down. The Gemara says, Kid Tanoi. It's Machlaikis Tanoim until when the father has to give Mizainus to his daughter. Ad Masay Abbas Nizainus until when 
does the daughter get mezainus hachatiyaris until she has erisin? That's the uh, once she gets erisin, she doesn't have mezainus anymore. So that would be like Rav. Mishum Abelazer Amru Adjati Valger. The name Abelazer they said until she becomes a begaris. Bekitzo until she leaves her father's house. Until she leaves the house by becoming begaris. That's when she loses her mezainus. Tani Ab Yisif Adi Yehavian. Ab Yisif said a nusach until Havaya. Until Kedushin, which seeming, seems to be until Kedushin. And the Gemara asks, Ibaya lehu, Havaya de'erison? Does he mean even engagement, even erison? Ay, Havaya de'nesuin, or does he mean dafka nesuin? And the Gemara says, Teiku. So basically, we have a machlaikis, if it's erison or nesuin. What's the svar? Why would erison be enough that he should not have to give her mezainus? Did you ever hear from Rabbi Yehuda? Does an Arusa have Mezainus or not? Meaning, that's the question is like this. Very important to understand the question. What does it mean, Arusa Yesh Mezainus? It means if she was a daughter that was getting fed from her father's estate because her father died and then she became an Arusa, does she lose her Mezainus from her father's estate or not? That's the question. Arusa Yesh Mezainus or not? Does she keep the mezainus that she was receiving, again, we're talking about a woman that's not a big heiress yet. Does she keep the mezainus that she was receiving or not? I don't know. I never heard the psak. I would tell you, she doesn't get mezainus, meaning she loses her mezainus once she gets engaged. Why? Once a fellow was mekadesher, he doesn't want her to be a nebuch case. She has to come onto her, the estate to get mezainus. He'll feed her himself. So Mela, that's why, what was, that was his svar. Rabbi Yosef said his svar, that it makes sense that he should be, that the, he, the, the estate should not be responsible for the Mazzaitis anymore. Rather, the new husband, the, the uh, fiancé, whatever they call him, that's fiancé, whatever they call him, the iris, we'll call him the iris, huh? Fiancé. The iris, the iris of the fiancé, but the point is, the iris, Still is responsible for the mezainus, and Emilio, the father, is not. That was he's not chayiv, but we say it's mistaver that that's what ha- that, that that's what he's going to do. So therefore, we're going to part to the father from doing it. That's what Rabbi Yosef said. Amalei. So Reb who is asking the question? Rabbi Chizda. Rabbi Chizda told Rabbi Yosef in Mishma If you didn't hear it, if you didn't hear it as a memory, you're just saying in misvara. I would tell you as far the opposite. Misfar Isla. I would say Misfar, she should keep Mizainus. Why? Kiva Since the Aris doesn't really know if he wants to marry her, he's not sure. Maybe she has Mumin. Maybe there's going to be something wrong with her. He just engaged, but he didn't do any major research. He's not going to waste his money and give him his anus if he might not marry her. So if I care, he says this fire that she should be able to keep his anus because the, the Aras will not give his anus because he's not sure if he's going to end up marrying her. So these are the two Sfaras. Do we assume the Aras is going to give his anus or not? And the opposite. Rabbi Yosef said, I never had heard a member of Misfar Isla. I would say Misfar that she gets his anus from her father. Since the Aris doesn't know her so well, he's not going to throw out his money for no reason. He told him back, If you never heard me, a member of Misfar Lesla, I would say, Misfar, she doesn't get. Since he was Ma'ariser, it's not Mistaver that he wants her to become a Mizulzel and a Mela. That's why. So basically, the Gemara has two sheetas. Either there is. Mizainus, when a wife, someone asks you on a test, does an Arusa, huh? 
Someone else, you ask someone in the street, does an Arusa have his anus and Fashtetzach, he's going to look at you. If he's not here today, he's looking at the deers and headlights. Where else would a guy be if he's not here today? But I can put him if he's not here today and he looks at you like a deer in headlights, he tell him, Yid, what's wrong with you? You're sleeping. It's time to learn Abyssal Teya. Sekuntanello. Arusa doesn't have Mizainus. That's not the discussion. The discussion is if an Arusa keeps the Mizainus that she's getting from the estate. That's the discussion. Very important. It's not a question if the Aris is Mechoyev to give Mizainus. The Aris is for sure not Mechoyev to give Mizainus. The question is if the, if the, if the estate still has to give Mizainus. And that is the Machlaikis. Simon, the Gavri, Sok, Sorak, Mianavi, Vyibmoshni, Arusa, Vansa. That's a Simon. For the halacha, zatik mar baomine may have sheishes mimaenes yesh la mezaynes ayein la mezaynes. Let's say she was a mimaenes, meaning she got married and then she did mian, and then she were aiker right when you do mian. When, when a woman does mian, she uh, again mian is that if a katana gets married by her mother or her brother, her father's dead, she could do mian and go back home. So if she does mian, she's aiker the nisuin. So what's the halacha? Do we say yesh la mezaynes ayein la mezaynes? Does the mimaenes? Have mezaynus or not? Do we say she's aiker the nesuin and she goes back to the father's house and as she goes back to getting mezaynus, or do we say no? Once she was married, she's out, and a male she doesn't get mezaynus. That was the shaila. That's the sheishes. Amalu have sheishes tanisua. Sheishes says, "I bring you a raya." Almana bebeisavia and almana in her father's house. Ugrusha bebeisavia or agrusha in her father's house. Vishemeres yavam bebeisavia or she shemeres yavam and she's still. In her father's house. And Mikitzah was Mineirisin. It wasn't Mineirisin. How do you go back to, if you only go back to your father's house, is if, if you're Mineirisin, because you never left. Once there's Nisuin, then you don't go back, then a, a girl does not go back to her father's house. So if it was an Almana, she lost her husband from Ayerson, and therefore she's still in her father's house, or a Grusha Sevilla, or she lost her husband from Ayerson, if she was divorced from Ayerson, and she doesn't go back to her father's house, or if she's a Sevilla, or she's a Shemar Siava, meaning she's waiting for Yibim from Ayerson, and she's still in her father's house, Yeshla Mezainas, she gets Mezainas. We'll see in a minute what the Raya is. So basically, an Almana and Ayerson still receives Mezainas, because it was only Ayerson. Rabbi Huda says, if she's still in her father's house, she gets Mazainus. If she's not in her father's house anymore, she doesn't get Mazainus. What's the Chiddush? Rabbi Huda had a Tanakama. The, they both said the same thing. If she's in her father's house, she gets Mazainus. What's Rabbi Huda coming to add? There's a silent case that's not mentioned in this Brysa, that's hinted in this Brysa, that there's a Machlaikis about the Tanakama, Savar Isla. Tanakama holds. And Almana Bebe Savia gets gets Mizainus. And he means even if she got married in the Suin and then she did Mion, and now Blamaisa right now she's back in Be Savia, she'll also get Mizainus, she'll also keep her Mizainus. That's the Diak. The Tanakam will hold that Almana, that a Mimanas would get Mizainus. Rabbi Huda Savalasta, Yehuda stressed, Oida Bebe Savia. Rabbi Huda said only if she's still in her father's house. Once she left her father's house, even if she did Mion afterwards, she does not go back. So the Gemara is assuming this is the Machlaikis. The Machlaikis, Tanaim, if a woman gets married and then she does Mion, which is really Iker, the Nisuin, with Mafreya, does she go back and get Mizainis or does she lose her Mizainis? And the Allah is, it's a Machlaikis Tanaim, if she loses her Mizainis or not. Boyerish Lakish, Bas Yevama, 
Listen to this child. Very interesting child. So we know this halacha. A guy does Yibam, right? He does Yibam to his brother's wife. So now he, he's mishabbat himself to many things. He, he marries his brother's wife. And let's say he has a daughter. He has a daughter from his, his Yibama. He married his brother's wife. Now he has a daughter. Now in the Ksuba he writes that he's going to give money. He's going to support this girl. The halacha is in Mesechas Yibamis that the Ksuba is on the first husband's estate. Because the guy was forced into this matzav, he had to do yibam. He, didn't want, he wasn't looking to marry this woman. He had to do yibam. So now the chiyav of the ksuba is on the estate of the first husband. So what's the halacha if this guy, the brother, has a daughter now? Again, Ruvain was married. She got the board? No, hopefully it's clear. We don't need a board. Ruvain was married and he's fine. We don't, Ruvain was married and he died. His wife Leah fell to yibam. Shimon. Shimon marries Leah and Mazel Tov, they have a daughter, Dina. Now they have a daughter, Dina. The question is, does Shimon, the father, have a responsibility if he dies to support his daughter, Leah? Why wouldn't he? Because the whole chiyav to support a daughter comes from the ksuba. Shimon doesn't really have a chiyav ksuba. The chiyav ksuba is only on Reuben, on the first husband, the original, the original dead husband, because that's the where the chiyav ksuba is chal. So maybe, he, maybe she doesn't give him zaynus because the shibud is not on him; it's on, it's on his brother. So maybe there shouldn't be mezaynus. Fatima bas yevama yesh la mezaynus ein la mezaynus. A daughter of yevama does she have mezaynus or not? Why? Since the responsibility is on is only on the first husband's estate, meaning, and he's not related to this girl. So therefore she doesn't get mezaynus. He has no relation to it. It's only his niece. Very nice, but it has nothing to do with him. So the estate has no responsibility to feed the daughter. The Gemara says that if the original estate doesn't have enough money to pay the ksuba, so then the Chiyav falls on the Yavam. So this is an example of something that there's no money in the original estate paying the Mezaynus of his daughter. There's no money in the original estate. The first husband for sure has no Chiyav to support the daughter. So maybe we should look at it as if there's no money from the first husband. So Isla. So maybe he should have a responsibility to give Mezaynus to his daughter. And the Gemara says, Teiku. The Gemara is not punished. If a daughter of a Yavama has a Chiyav Mezaynus or not, it should, it should be a very basic Shaila. But the Gemara says, Teiku. The Gemara says, not punished. We don't know if there's a Chiyav or not.